This is episode 18, Pursuing Greener Pastures at Home with Josh Mahinay, Part 2. Mabuhay and welcome to the Best of You podcast. Each week, we give you an inspirational person or message designed to empower you to go further faster. This is Jesse, and this is another day to inspire Filipinos around the world. And you know what? I can't wait to introduce you to our next guest. So, let's get it on! During our last episode, we were able to know Josh Mahinay, and this is another opportunity to know him better. Josh was once a poor student himself. He finished political science through the help of his friends and relatives. Let's dig deeper to the life of Josh Mahinay and see why he can help us create a better version of ourselves. Listen to part two of this interview with Mike. Let's. But I want to talk about now about, uh, I guess, the what makes you angry. So, a question I sometimes you ask us about who you punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, it's a question to get at um, what makes you angry. Yeah, way. I would be. I'll be very realistic about to you, Mike. About yeah. organizations will always have bad apples, right? Mm. So you will encounter those people in your organization and in the process of you know uh, your growth and in your business and anything that you do. But I think uh, there will be these moments that you just wanted to, you know, you can be, I think you can be really angry. What makes me angry is uh, inefficiency. I always value excellence in everything that I do. I make sure that I do things right and I do things properly. And so when I work with people and then my people that giving me that expectation, then I kind of, uh, I, I kind of get frustrated with that. But I try to be still uh, what do you say? Can you be righteous when you're angry? <laughs> so I just try to uh, express my frustration in a way that it's not destructive to other people as well. Mm. But yes, I, I, I could get really angry. So, But I try to manage that thing because that's not really healthy for, especially to, for a leader. But basically, that makes me angry. When people are not doing things as expected and when people are not giving their best to the things that they're doing, mm. so that kind of make me Angry in a way, yeah. So Just what, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that is fine. It's a good answer. So, what what is your let's call it your guilty pleasure? Your where you escape the the mission? Yeah, if that's possible, but just to go and just to to indulge yourself in something. Uh, something. sleep. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I I feel guilty. Uh, I feel guilty when I overslept, mm. and then because I always have this uh this thinking about. I'm a very organized person, so I wanted to make sure that things are done at the right time and uh, as expected, you know. But then sometimes I just, I just indulge in sleeping because, you know, when your body requires you to rest and then I wake up and then you know, I overslept for two hours and I felt so guilty about it. But sometimes um, I, what I learned and I realized right now is always give yourself a break at least. So uh, what I decided to do is to give myself a vacation at least a week every three months to just be away and be not with your phones and your, your your gadgets and your laptops and just be away and be on your own and enjoy nature and enjoy the ocean and everything. So I tried to practice that so that I didn't have to indulge myself into sleeping uh, on the regular. 
okay. on a weekdays. But I usually work early in the morning. Yeah. And then sometimes I take a nap like an hour or two in the afternoon. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So oversleeping sometimes will make me, makes me really feel yeah. guilty about things. So let's... <laughs> about, I could have done a lot of things ah, for yeah. the two hours and three hours. Yeah. So let's talk about, because you kind of touched on it and I want to deep dive on your, your productivity habits. Yes. So is there a particular habit that you have that others would, may benefit from? I always plan for the day. So I always have this notebook where I, I put the, my priorities for the day and trying to cross it out one by one. Yeah. So that makes me feel uh, good as well. At the end of the day, if I see my note uh, crossed out, yeah. you need to say I've accomplished what I have to accomplish for the day. So I think it's very important that people uh, become intentional about it because yeah. if you don't list your things to do, uh, the tendency of forgetting them is very, very high. Mm. So that one thing, and then I always, uh, I'm a problem solver. So whatever it is uh, in my organization that needs to be solved, however I need to do it, I, I want to get things done. So mm. that's the objective. So that's what I also teach people in my organization. It doesn't matter how you want it to do it, but I want you to, to resolve the concern yeah. or the issue. So I work in a company right now where, where customer service is, is a big part of the business. Yeah. So I, I commit to, to getting things done at the end of the day, regardless of whatever it is. Mm. I appreciate that. The other side of productivity is, is the ability to say no to the wrong things. Yes. The wrong people and opportunities. For you and your journey, what's the thing that you've said no to recently that has helped you the most? Um, I think it's very important, Mark, to stay true to your values and to your commitments and convictions and the things that you do. Uh, for example, in my case, with our organization, we are championing education for the poor kids. So basically, if you think about our project, we put the idea of uh, we are reaching out to kids. We need to, the kids look up to us, you know, uh, we need to think about what's good and what's not good for the kids and what it represents. Yeah. So for example, uh, we don't partner with companies, uh, cigarette companies. We don't partner with companies uh, that uh, sell alcohol yeah. or uh, alcoholic drinks. And we also don't partner with companies that are doing mining activities in the Philippines because I think those are some of the few things in the country right now that are affecting uh, the lives of so many poor Filipino children. And so we, we, we wanted to stay true to that value. And there, there have been a lot of uh, opportunities where people will come to us and say, hey, we wanted to sponsor a project with you, we wanted to be part of your activities. And then well, we are from a mining company. So it's easy to say yes, because they are a business. It's business for the company. But at the same time, uh, we cannot compromise what we believe in and our conviction yes. and our mission. So to stay true to your values. Yes. Yeah, that's and very important. How can you, what advice would you give people who, who make, who say no to those, the wrong opportunities, but yet they're tempted to call back and say, no, no, I, I'm sorry. I mean, yes. <laughs> how can you help them with, you'll say no with absolute power, with clarity in terms what, what about, what does it work for you? I think every company has a, a DNA. Yeah. If you lose that DNA by saying yes to something that you don't believe in, then it's just a matter of time for a company to really struggle. Mm. So I think, Mike, for me, it's more of thinking about the long-term benefit or sustainability because I believe in any business organization, people are going to engage with you not because you have the best project or the best product, but because people trust and believe in you and yes. you have the credibility to do yes. what you do. So I don't think of it as a loss when I say no, 
But I think about this as a win because I think of that offer or situation as a test of my character. And character is very important in your success. In your success. Sometimes you don't need a lot of money to start up something. You just need a good package of trust, honesty, and credibility for people to really believe in you and invest in what you do. Amazing. Yeah. I love that how you linked the analogy of the DNA of the company and how making these decisions can either strengthen or weaken that. That's a, that's a really strong analogy. So we've come towards the end. Okay. I think we will have to do a, a follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> I could, there's so many of these topics we could deep dive, but there's three questions that um, I want you to share that I ask all my guests. And it's, this question is about the Filipino people. Yes. And that you, I know you care so deeply about both here in the Philippines and around the world. And you get to meet a lot of them around the world in North America mm -hmm. and, um, and you get to engage with them and obviously here when you're at home. What's your dream for the Filipino people? I want to, um, to really see this country uh, take care of its own people. You know, I want this country to be a country in the future where it can provide opportunities for its own people so that people that have to leave this country, well, people can still live, but it's, it's not anymore because they don't have a choice. Uh, so that's the reason why my part of my advice right now is really entrepreneurship, because I wanted to encourage young people not to graduate from one of the best schools in the country to look for a job, but I wanted them to have this mindset, okay, I want to go to the best schools, the best school, and then I graduate, and then I create jobs, because creating jobs is creating opportunities. So I wanted to see that in the future, and I just wanted to, uh, to ignite, to reignite uh, the Filipino love for their country. I think it's amazing when I think about South Korea and how I have an encounter with some of my South Korean friends and how they uh, express there's love, so much love for the country. And, mm. and I think in a way, because of what the country has been struggling and experiencing right now, part of that is missing uh, or diminishing or yeah. going away in the hearts of so many Filipinos, especially abroad. But there's so much that needs to be done in the country. And part of it is really uh, give this country a fighting chance. And I'm so happy right now to see how the Philippines is progressing in terms of economy. And just for your information, like a lot of Filipinos right now are coming back to the Philippines and it just gives you a sense of hope and joy that finally my generation is taking ownership of our future and we want to be a generation where the future generations can look up to and say, hey, that's possible. And, mm -hmm. and that is the best legacy and best gift that we can give to the next generation generations after us. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. <laughs> so I wanted you to go back in time here for this question. Okay. And if you were just to spend five minutes with a 20-year-old Josh, what advice would you give him? <laughs> okay. I would, say, I would say I'd probably do some stuff that the usual 20-year-old guy would do. Because to be honest with you, I think I jumped into that stage uh, because of the early realization of my responsibility and to myself and to my family. So I would say I would talk to a 20-year-old Josh and say, hey, maybe Josh, you should have hung out a little more often with your friends or maybe uh, played a little bit more. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I just have regrets because I think right now with my ability to do a lot of things, I can go back to that moment and still do those things at this age or at this stage. When I go to communities, I still play with the kids. You know, I get to hang out with the kids, to swim in the river or play basketball with the kids or just be a little kid once again. But 
I just realized that I haven't had any experience being a kid that much in the past, but I don't have regrets because that in a way probably was necessary so that I can be where I am right now and still do things that I miss in the past. Mm, beautiful. So Josh, last question. Before I ask this question, I want to acknowledge and appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. We've, we've spent some, uh, some hours this morning getting to know each other and what you're doing with Banks 943 and the 5,000 children you mentioned and the dreams, even bigger, bigger, bigger impact for the future, but also the inspiring others to make a difference, whether that be the fans in America or around the world, to make this the generation. I love what you said in that last response to take ownership, to really to bring Philippines to where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And that's where the no, where no one is left behind. And I love what you said about, you know, in terms of creating, rather than job seekers, wealth creators, great entrepreneurs, because so many Filipinos have been blessed with so much talent around the world. Filipinos are known for their character and their talent, but to, to give this country a fighting chance. And it's so inspirational that you've shared such a young man. <laughs> I'm not an old man myself, but <laughs> people will be expect, oh, is this guy 60? No, he's only 30 <laughs> years of age, guys. He's only yeah. 30 years of age. And to go to one of the wealthiest countries in the world, but still come back here and believe in this country is yeah. extremely inspiring. I always tell Mike, I have this um, statement when I talk to people that usually when Filipinos decide to leave the country, because they're looking for a greener pasture. Yeah. in America or in other countries. But in my case, my search for a greener pasture was a journey back home. Mm-hmm. And the greener pasture is a place where you can be planted and you can grow and you can you know, flourish mm-hmm. and, and be a, a, gift, a gift to the world and a gift to your community. Because to be a gift to the world is a decision that you make. And in my personal experience, I decided to be a gift to the world because at some point in my life, somebody decided to be a gift to me. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of people decided to be a gift to me. Mm-hmm. So... So, and Mike, I just would like to encourage our listeners uh, about three things. I wanted to make them believe and realize that they are created for a purpose. And all of us have different stories to tell. And each of our stories are special. And the second thing is I'd like to inspire and encourage everyone to live a life of excellence, uh, to do better and to be better every day, because excellence is your gift to the world. And at the same time, I also like to inspire people uh, to live a life to tell a story. Yeah, to think about at the end of the day when I'm sitting in a room in front of children and in front of my children and my grandchildren, what kind of stories do I have to tell? And the good thing is that it doesn't matter where we came from, what we do right now, what our stories are right now. The good news is that tomorrow is another day. It's another opportunity for us to write a beautiful story that we can tell at the end of our lives. You are the author. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. And when you allow God to, to write every page of your life story. So that's amazing. Well, Josh, there is no doubt that God is with you. And there's no doubt in my mind that you're, it's not, it's not over. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. so, there's a lot more chapters left in this book and this story of your life. And I want to thank you for making time for our listeners today. And my friend, this is the beginning of a great friendship. And I hope our listeners, and I know our listeners are going to take a lot from this. So thank you for making thank the time. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. It's God a pleasure. You.
Wow, another inspiring and worth listening to messages from Josh. We will never regret having him on the show as there are so much insights from him which we can use to be a better version of ourselves. Now, what are your takeaways on this interview? Comment on your answers below. Check out our show notes at bestv.ph and don't forget to like us on Facebook at bestv.ph. Follow us on Twitter at bestview underscore ph and on Instagram. Instagram at bestofyou.ph. Share the most inspiring message you heard from Best of You. And if you are an individual or organization who wants to pay forward the blessings you receive, work with us and let's help each other to inspire Filipinos around the world. Contact us through Mike Grogan at bestofyou.ph. Finally, I want to share the most inspiring message I got from Josh. The wise in your life is the reason and the purpose of succeeding. That's all for today. Watch out for our next episode. This is Jesse and this is Best of You, inspiring Filipinos to go further faster.